This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up, welcome to the show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out jasonqualscfp.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S-C-F-P.com. Com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, you can click email the show or any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. Somebody has the opinion that the current stock market parallels to the September 2007 stock market. And what happened around that time in 2007, we were headed for one of the largest, almost you can call it a depression. It's called the Great Recession. Stock market plunged in 2008 by 40% almost. That would be the S&P 500. Other asset classes down more. So are we very similar to that type of market? Since last year, the real GDP growth in the U.S. has been slowing. The chair of the Federal Reserve excuse me, has been signaling that while growth is slowing, there are no recession, no recession risk, or there is no recession risk, and the Fed is forecasting continued positive growth. Warning signs in the economy, including an inverted yield curve, have been ignored, and stock markets continue to make new highs. A correction took place very recently. Subsequently, a rally ensued in the early months of September. And on the middle of September, the Federal Reserve cut rates. Sound familiar? That's all 2007. It fairly describes the market economic conditions in the U.S. over the past couple months, as well as 2007. Except this paragraph would would be as true for the U.S. economy and the stock market in 2007 as it is today. Consider that 12 years ago, the yield curve was also inverted. The U.S. economic growth was marketably slower than it had been a year prior. Uh, the Standard & Poor's made a new high in July 2007, just as it did in 2019. There was an August correction, same as 2019, and the Fed cut rates in September. Now, I'll have to agree with this cat. That's pretty eerie. It's pretty eerie. But does it feel like 2007? Do you remember what 2007 felt like? I think the thing that we don't have, or at least we won't know until it's too late, is that the underlying boiling lava that we had in 2007. We didn't know that all the subprime mortgage business and the insurance sold on all those subprime mortgage bundles, the credit default swaps, and all the reinsurance and insurance and reinsurance that happened, and then all the people who quit paying their mortgage around those times would send, would just light the fire 
of the economic meltdown. I don't know if we have that. I don't. I think you know, obviously Wall Street will it ever learn its lesson? Probably not. But have they been that stupid again? I don't care how strong the economy is. Now, people, the Fed chairman basically says, "Hey, the, things are going pretty good." He said, "Real growth in the U.S. economy has been slowing, but he, there is no signal of a recession, and the Fed is forecasting positive growth." That's what they think. Are they right? I have no freaking idea. But I don't care how well the economy is doing. If you have a mortgage housing meltdown where big investment banks have put in millions if not billions of dollars into one type of highly levered overly insured security like uh, mortgage-backed securities and they have sold insurance on insurance on top of that all that to make more money if you have that i don't care how great the economy is going if that happens boom it's going to bring a lot of things to a screeching halt so while Things are looking just as rosy as they did in 2007. I don't think we have that going on for us. Uh, sure, there are differences between now and 2007. Of course, no two time periods are alike. Uh, the confluence of circumstances is impressive, as I've just mentioned. Markets now are behaving in highly correlated ways with 2007. The Federal Reserve seems to be behaving similarly as well. What does all this suggest? The Fed will not tell you when the recession starts. They can and will be in total denial until after the fact. The 2007 recession began one month after Bernanke stated in front of Congress that there wouldn't be a recession. So when Powell makes the same declaration, Powell being the current Fed chairman, Bernanke being the Fed chairman back then. So when Powell makes the same declaration as the Fed cuts rates again, know that such a statement has absolutely no meaning. To avoid the same fate, markets now need to make sustained new highs or risk seeing similar circumstances to 2007 play out. The person behind this article, writing for Market Watch, is not know how to pronounce his first name, but he is founder and lead market strategist of the NorthernTrader.com. I'm not going to go and dive into the research in this dude, but I'm willing to bet. Now, this may be what he believes, and what he believes may come true. But there's also a lot of people that don't believe what he believes, and I don't know if what they believe is going to come true. But I'd be willing to bet if you pulled up his website, he is a negative Nancy when it comes to the market. He is probably selling this doom and gloom attitude, buy my strategy, buy my newsletter, how I can protect you from the next repeat of the market boom. I bet. So that's why you got to look under the hood. you got to brush away all the dust and find out what people are really saying. It is a little scary. I'm not scary. That's the wrong. It is a little weird that there's so many things in 2019 are so similar to 2007. But I think what we don't have, at least what we're not aware of, is some shady security that has been overbought, like I described earlier, and overinsured. Like the housing market crisis, that's just not there. If it is, no one's seen it. You know, what is it this time? Car loans? No. Student loans? Eh, not really the same. Can't really bundle them up as far as I know and sell them off. There's no student loan-backed security that I know of. So I don't think that is there yet. Will it take much? Um, Maybe it's not even a crisis like that. Could be a war. Could be a terrorist attack. 
could be something freakish. Could be a war somewhere else between two other major countries that sends the, the, the stock market down for a while or people retreating. And maybe that causes a small recession or a short recession. I don't know. But I'll take the stock market highs when I can get them. I believe tried and true long-term investing still works if you're invested in long, low-cost index funds. That's what Financial Coaching Radio stance is. I'm Jason Qual, Certified Financial Planner. Appreciate you listening today. Stick around after this first break. We've got more on the way. We'll be talking taxes with Kevin Sizemore, CPA, right after this short break. Between car payments, repairs, and the price at the pump, it can feel like your car is going to drive you out of house and home. Fortunately, Donegal Insurance Group can make keeping your car on the road more affordable. That's because for safe drivers, Donegal delivers rates that are among the lowest in the state. To find out how much you can save, call your neighborhood Donegal agent today. To save on your auto insurance, call us at Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Are you worried because a spouse or family member needs long-term nursing home care? Estate planning attorney John Baker can help. Protect your assets so you can leave something behind for your family. Call 896-5621. That's 896-5621. Or go to bakercouncil.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right. Over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Welcome back to Financial Coaching Radio. This is the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. Joining in now to talk taxes is Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Tothero Helen Welch. THWCPA.com is their website. Been in business in Middle Tennessee for over five decades. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. Uh, This one cat did a self-prepared tax return on TurboTax, and he got a tax bill for $216 million. Wow. Can you help this guy? Nope. (laughs) So, let's find out what happened. His wife, or his mother, prepared his tax return for 2018. She did not understand what happened. She thought it was an error. It was an error, but not on the filer's part. Uh, She used TurboTax to prepare the return. According to the Colorado Department of Revenue, the TurboTax software made an error that tied the folks' federal, that tied to the folks' federal income. The spokesperson from TurboTax confirmed the error, saying for a small number of TurboTax online customers that filed their taxes in June, there was an issue that caused select fields on their tax return to be incorrectly transmitted during e-file. The issue was quickly fixed. So this was not even a typing error. This was a software error. You use software in your practice. Has this ever been, obviously, probably not a $216 million mistake? No, I've never seen that. 
So what would cause something like this? They I, start transmitting returns to the state incorrectly, and I guess I don't. Something had to have been in either the either that the preparer had to enter something in wrong, which you said that wasn't the case, or something got there was a glitch in their software. It sounds like. And when you have to rectify these issues, whether it be, you, know, you could just as easily have done something on you know, yourself if you're filing yourself, and you get this notice from whether it be the Tennessee tax department or the federal government saying you owe, what is the the protocol for addressing these mistakes? The first thing most of our clients do is call us or come by with their letter, and really that's the first thing you need to do. You do not. The worst thing you can do is put it off. At least give a phone call and see what's going on. A lot of times a letter might be expected, depending on the circumstance. Uh, but then we can get to the bottom of it by, by looking at it. Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Teller Helen Welch. Kevin, tell us a little bit about what your firm does and what your specialty is. We do uh, basically anything accounting. We, uh, we do audits of financial statements. Uh, for larger businesses, nonprofits, uh, we also do work for contractors, audits, reviews, compilations, whatever they need for their contractor's license. We also do bookkeeping and payroll. It seems like that's a growing part of our business right now. Uh, do a lot of payroll for small uh, to medium-sized clients, and I feel like we do a good job and offer them a good service that way too. And then, of course, we do uh, tax returns, all types of tax returns from small companies to what a lot of people would consider larger companies individuals from all ranges from simple w-2s to multiple businesses multiple rental properties uh so we pretty much do a wide range of things and what's the best number to reach out to you guys you have an office right here in rutherford county right here in murfreesboro also one in mcmenville that's right the best number is uh 615-848-1072 if you're a senior, you will soon have a tax form special for you, the 1040SR. Is this something that's new in the accounting world? Have you heard of this new form? Yeah, I, I heard about it last year. I think they were trying to roll it out last year, uh, and it's supposed to be a new thing this year. I'm not sure what all it entails, but I think you have to be over 65. Is that correct? Yes, 65 and up for filing their 2019 taxes in 2020. I'm not sure what the difference is on it or how it's going to be more efficient to fill that out as opposed to a regular return. If you're age 65 and up, you can file 1040SR. It uses large print. The rationale behind the two-page filing is that it should be easier for seniors to see. Some of the shading around the boxes that tax filers complained about has been removed making the form brighter. It also will allow them immediately to figure out if any refund they'll get back since the standard deductions chart is on the form. Really? <laughs> well, I don't like the new 1040 because I'm used to the old one. Right. Because they just had the tax law changes. But is is making it larger, obviously makes it bigger, it's easier to read, but really is adding these changes going to make it easier to understand? What would you no, no, not at all. And, and most people, I think, use... Uh, some kind of software that be TurboTax or they use a, per, a paid preparer. How many people are looking at the paper form? Uh, not many. I, I, I don't look at many paper forms in, in, in my day-to-day. So if you were if you are in this boat and you're filing a paper tax return, what advice can you give them? Are they just doing this manually? Yeah, they're doing it manually. Um, let's them, step into the 21st century and use the software that's available that makes it easier. Like I remember doing that 10 15 years ago yeah oh i remember the oh, first one simple return 
Yeah. But now, I, I couldn't even imagine. I remember my dad sitting me down and going over it with me when I was, I don't know, 16 or 17 years old. I was I was lost. It was bad. And it was all on paper back then. But I guess you know, if you're a senior with just Social Security income, you just have one box to put down, you should be able to find that spot pretty easily on any 1040. Yeah, but I mean, if, if they only more, have Social Security income, more they're not paying tax on that, so... It's really strange. Yeah. Still in the draft form, the 1040 SR for seniors 65 and up is the result of a congressional mandate to the IRS to allow seniors the ability to file easily and without benefit of an accountant. Since it should be finalized later this year, it will be available for those who want to use it to file their 2000 tax return. In the interim, taxpayers can still file comments about it on the 1040 SR page of the IRS website. The new form will likely help a broad swath of older Americans. Do you believe that? No. I don't believe any I, of that. What are the stats? <laughs> yeah. The people filing paper returns. Approximately 10% or 15 million taxpayers might qualify for the 1040 SR. That's qualify. <laughs> We're talking about actually using it. And how much money did it cost to, to put this legislation, this new form, into action? I feel like that was something someone wanted added in there so they would get a yes vote in Congress. Yeah, that's something. The two-page form has already received recognition from the AARP, the nation's largest association representing seniors. It is comparable in style to the 1040 easy form that was phased out last year. Where did that one go? It's gone. There's just one 1040 now? There's no, uh, there's no one simple 1040 if you have very little income? Yeah, yeah you can name? put it all on, on one page. The, the 1040 is like that now. So they got rid of the 1040 easy and just have a, a 1040 that could be a one-pager or a two-pager. Right, that's right. And now there's the 1040 SR, all generated by software. So I feel like we're freaking people out. Oh, there's a new form i got to remember. No, if you're doing software, do you need to think about these things? No, not for the normal uh, tax return. If you've got something strange or hard, you need to get to a professional to get it done anyway. So... And sometimes we'll run into forms that you don't see on, you know, there's probably a handful of times a year that I've run into a form that I don't see, you know, I only might see once or twice a year. Form 1040 SR was not the IRS's idea. It is a result of a long battle in Congress to make it easier for seniors to pay their taxes. A fight finally resolved by the Bipartisan Budget Act of 2018. Was there this long battle where a lot of seniors complaining? Not that I know. <laughs> this has got to be a constituent thing. Yeah. It's really bizarre. Some of the things that government enacts in the tax rules just don't make any sense. Where do you stand on the new IRA rules that could be coming out? They're wanting to basically do away with the stretch IRA rules and to pay for the stretch IRA. Or actually, they want to extend the required distribution age up to age 72. And to pay for that, they're doing away with the stretch IRA. Instead of the 59 and a half? Well, you had to take it out at 70 and a half years old is the date you have to oh, start oh, okay. taking the money. They're going to make, okay. make that supposed to. Okay. Make that age that's, 72. And to pay for that, obviously that's t lost tax revenue. That's right. Yeah. They're going to have to use, take away the ability to stretch out the IRA over your children's life expectancy and make you withdraw the money over 10 years, doing away with those stretch provisions. Now, that's not that the old system, the old rules weren't, they weren't that great either. But this yeah. was this necessary? Yeah. If Aren't there bigger things to be dealing with? Yeah. If they're going to change the date that you have to do the RMDs, why don't you just change the the age instead of making some kind of stipulation? Well, they got to pay for it. 
what you're going to make it up in two years <laughs> <laughs> you know so the tax laws regarding retirement plans and inheriting IRAs are already confusing enough and this just is going to complicate it even more. If you're out there inheriting money in a retirement account, see a tax professional, see a financial planning professional. Kevin, those who are wanting to review their tax situation, what's the best website, the best phone number to reach out to you? Uh, website's thwcpa.com. Best way to reach out is by phone, 615-848-1072. All right, we're talking taxes on Financial Coaching Radio. Get your money questions in by clicking email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. We're back with you right after this. have a financial plan? I'm not talking about a worthless binder full of pretty charts and graphs. Are you certain you're on track to reach all your financial goals? A comprehensive financial plan is about so much more than just your IRA and mutual funds. It involves risk management, tax planning, professional investment management, retirement and estate planning. Make sure your entire financial life is in order by calling me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner at 878-2134. Or go to my website, jasonqualscfp.com. Hi, this is Gabriel Fancher with Reliant Realty. Are you thinking about selling your home? Do you know what your home is worth? Call me at Reliant Realty to find out. 615-445-5073. That's 615-445-5073. Or go online right now and find out at www.homevalue615.com. Again, that's www.homevalue615.com. Call me at Reliant Realty, 615-445-5073. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Hell & Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to thwcpa.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Welcome back to The One Show, giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any seminar tickets. I'll leave that. To the other guys, I'm your host, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner for All About Me. Check out JasonQualsCFP.com. I am one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. Here to talk taxes is Kevin Sizemore, CPA. Let's talk about your 2020 taxes. People are like, oh gosh, I just it's got tough. done with last year. Well, I guess you got another tax return season coming up with those who filed an extension. Yeah, we just got done with one on Monday. Uh, for partnerships and S-Corps were due last Monday. So if you didn't get those filed, you're late. Uh, well, you were late you were in late. March. <laughs> yeah, but you could have had an extension. But, and the uh, extension date went to September. That's right. And so the extension day for personal is October 15th. So I'm gearing up for a little mini tax, little 
two to three week mini tax season coming up here so what happens if you, you know you file the extension for not filing in april you get a grace period up until october 15th and let's say you just don't get around to filing it by october 15th what happens to you well it depends if you're paid up and you don't owe any money on your it's all about return, money it's all about money if you don't owe any money and you're you're actually due back money there will be no penalty okay so, but if you do owe money and then you say you file it in December or next June or July or something, then uh, you're going to be charged with the penalty, failure to file penalty, and then you're also going to be charged with penalty and interest on the taxes. Awesome. Sounds like a pretty cool place to be. Not really. <laughs> That's the way you get behind and you do not want to get behind in your taxes. The Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017 limited deductions for state and local taxes to a maximum of 10000 per return. Many people found out that the larger standard deduction had made no more sense to itemize the standard deduction for normal age marriage couples, those 65 and younger, is $24,000 and $12,000 for single individuals. That comes straight off the income. And I was doing, I've done several tax analysis for people retiring lately whether they should start social or not start social at 62 or 65. And a lot of people in that great sweet spot due to the Trump tax cuts, I mean, you can go almost up to $80,000 after your standard deduction and be in the 12% tax bracket. And the very next tax bracket is 22, I believe. Yeah, it's 22. So up to almost $78,000. So you got basically make $100,000 before your, your standard deduction if you're married. And be in the 12% tax bracket. That's right. Bracket. That's, That's huge. Yeah. Because before, was that the 25% bracket somewhere in there probably? Yeah, the 25%. So the standard deduction before was 12000 Yep. Uh, and so the uh, 25%, I believe, started seventy eight, seventy nine. Yep, right 000. there where the 12% ends now. So right. there was, a, what, a 10, a 15, and a 25? That's right. So That's you're right. making 100, and the old tax laws put you in the 25%. Yeah, so there would have been a, a piece of it taxed at 25%. And that that's a big piece. And if you made right at that hundred mark, which a lot of people bring in eight nine thousand dollars, that's a comfortable retirement. Then you add in what income streams to start in retirement. Do I start my social because it's not taxed in the same way as regular income? How much do I take out of my Roth if I have that? But I've been shocked of how many people are saving so much. And I just said people. And that's it's a long range. People making fifty to a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is considered very middle class. And this is joint income. Middle class in this country have saved so much in taxes, but we don't hear a whole lot about that in the media. It's got to be tremendous amount of tax savings for those people. Yeah, it is. It is. Uh, and they see it. You know, they they adjusted the tax rate schedules. What a back right after the beginning of 2018, and so they were seeing it over the course of the year in their paycheck. Then you really feel it on the tax return. That's right. And so that's where the, the uproar came back in, I guess, in February, March. People were saying, well, my refund went down. Well, no, actually, you paid less in taxes over the course of that year. Uh, and that's where you see it. Where we've seen it, the mo- and, I, and it may be different for someone else, but where I saw it the most is those people owning small businesses, and they got that extra uh, qualified business income deduction. Uh, certainly helped me oh it 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 was huge so that's the 20 percent deduction of your qualified business income and we won't get into all the particulars on that and there's phase outs and stuff like that in different calculations but 
that was huge for these small business owners. Basically, they're knocking away 20% of their income, uh, you know. To, to and then on their personal the return, they get this large standard deduction of twenty four thousand. Yeah, and they still get the twenty four thousand. So that is a huge deduction on both the business and personal side, bringing down your taxable income, paying less taxes, and you have more to pay down debt, spend in the economy, or invest. Yeah, any way you look at it, it goes back into the economy. Any way you look at it. Unless it people are hoarding it, right? Yeah, unless you're putting it in cash in your backyard. <laughs> I mean, most people are going to take that money, put it back in their business, buy equipment, uh, put it in the market. They have more for retirement. I mean, it's, in some way, it goes back into the economy. And most people are just going to spend it. Yeah, and they're just going to use it. They're just going to spend it. And you know, is it a huge upswing in the economy? I don't know. I'm not some kind of economist or tax expert in that field, but... A lot of people fall on that under a hundred thousand dollar household income, and yeah. that puts them in that twelve percent bracket where many of them were in the twenty five. They're now saving several thousand dollars a year. Yeah, absolutely. And that money is going back in the economy. Yeah, but it, it takes that to live. Kevin Sizemore, CPA of Taylor O'Hell and Welch, specializing in tax preparation, tax returns, business, personal, also bookkeeping, payroll. Kevin, what's the best way to reach out to you guys? Reach out by phone, 615-848-1072. 848-1072 is the phone number. Tether O'Hell and Welch been in business five decades in Middle Tennessee. Their website is also thwcpa.com. I'm Jason Qual, certified financial planner. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm back with you right after this. When you work with an independent insurance agent, you put the power of choice to work for you. Independent agents know several companies and their coverages, which means more options. And because companies like Donegal Insurance Group use the independent agent system, you not only get quality insurance, you also save money. The Independent Insurance Agent System. Discover the power of choice. Make Middle Tennessee Insurance Group your choice. Call today for your hassle-free quote at 615-898-0053. How much are your investments costing you each year? Most people don't have a clue. Why is this extremely important? Because overpaying by just 1% a year in fees and expenses can reduce your account balance at retirement by 28%. You heard me right. 28% less at retirement. I'm commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. I don't sell financial products. I don't accept commissions or kickbacks from investment companies. Give me a call today for a free unbiased investment review at 878-2134 or visit my website, jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Kind of going along with the first segment. If you've stuck around through the entire show, I appreciate it. Now, what if, you know, 2020, the stock market dropped 20%. It dropped 40%. What would you do? What would be your plan of action? Would you, after everything hit the fan, sell everything and go to cash? Would you be buying more, investing more? Maybe you have some cash on the sidelines right now and you're waiting for that shoe to drop. Or would you do nothing? The latter of the two would be the best choices. You can't cut tails and run when the market has a blip. It's not out of the ordinary for major pullbacks to happen. Know that it is true. Stick to your investment strategy. If you don't even have an investment strategy, what can you do? You need to make sure you're working with the right type of advisor. That would be an independent, fee-only, certified financial planner. An advisor who only works for you, is only paid by you, and has the top credential in the business of certified financial planner. Go to JasonQualsCFP.com for more. I want you to be able to listen to this show anytime, anywhere. It's on every weekday right here on WGNS at 4 o'clock, but it's also available online anytime via podcast. Click archives at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm out of here for today. Everyone have a safe and happy afternoon. Be back with you next time. See you then.